Hello, welcome to this episode of the Red Envelope uh, of the Rhetoric Podcast. In this series, we have interviewed several successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and investors from Asia. Today, we have Sachin Jaiswal from Nikki AI joining us. So what's so special about Sachin and his team at Nikki AI? They are making voice technology inclusive. They've launched their app that consumers could use to make online purchases by simply talking to it in four different Indian languages. Sachin, thanks for joining us today. And uh, I'm, I'm really thrilled to have you on our show. Thanks a lot, Arun, for the warm introduction. I'm really excited to be part of this podcast. Cheers. So uh, let's start with a little bit of your journey so far, right, with Nikki AI. So uh, you, you, are, uh, you, you did your degree in IIT and you've had one startup experience before that. So what led you into Nikki AI? Kind of tell us a little bit about it. How did it all start? Sure. So basically, uh, yeah. So so after graduation from college, I worked for a bit in Oracle. Uh, was not very keen on uh, corporate uh, uh, on, on on corporate job because it was too laid back, and uh, wanted to start my company. So I went ahead and started a company in data analytics. Worked there. Learned a lot about natural language processing. Um, so that was how it all started. I think uh, with Nikki, the whole premise was that most existing, they were built for general purpose uh, use cases, but those were not really doing justice to, uh, to the technology. Uh, those systems were built for English language, and, but again, they were not really getting to a captive audience. And when we look back, India market, of things that we were pretty excited about. One is that uh, the market India is large. Um, secondly, it's highly untapped, uh, especially the digital uh, ecosystem, uh, the set of users transacting in India online, it's highly untapped. And most of them are struggling to understand a computer, right? Uh, we said that, hey, how about we just simplify their, uh, their interaction with the machine? Right? Why don't we just let the machine adopt to their world, talk to them in their language? That can drive massive utilization of, uh, of the digital ecosystem and can bring efficiency overall. Then we delved a little deeper and realized that uh, specific to uh, this segment of the users, they were facing problem in, in, in one area wherein they wanted to, uh, they, today, whenever they have to make these basic transactions, for example, paying a bill or uh, making a recharge they they actually go all the way to the uh, to the office stand in queues to uh, to make a bill payment or they go all the way to the agent's office ask them to do the do let's say a ticket booking or train ticket booking for them but both of the both of these processes were inefficient either it is extremely time taking for example for a uh, for a basic chore such as a bill payment or or remitting money, they were they were they were spending um, uh, two to three hours standing in queues to do that to do that transaction, or they were uh, spending ten to fifteen percent extra paying an agent to do this task for them, right? And we realized there's that there's a massive inefficiency, and broadly that was the idea that was the genesis uh, of Nikki. We said that hey, this is a problem that we would like to work on. Um, and we started focusing on that problem. And once we realized uh, the, the scale of the market, 
uh, we we just all jumped right into it and just been about uh, mostly about building the tech right um, and uh, getting to the product market fit because this is a product uh, which has not been attempted before so we really don't have uh, uh, a lot of benchmarks in terms of uh, what uh, how the shape of the product should be um, and uh, which which is both an opportunity as well as a challenge sometimes uh, we tend to get uh, distracted but uh, other times when we listen to what the consumers want it just creates a new version of uh, nikki every time so yeah, it's it's been a pretty interesting journey so far uh, the last 4 years and okay. i think uh, the next 4 years are going to be equally more interesting i think you're doing something really exciting because uh, when we spoke to um, uh, dave ibitsky who's uh, alexa's uh, evangelist with an amazon um, i did ask him the question uh, what about uh, regional languages are you even thinking about uh, india as a market and and the different languages there and he said it's extremely hard to crack that from a, from a purely from a natural language processing um, and 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 uh, being able to kind of understand the voice uh, or other different dialects and all that it's a very difficult task for a machine to do that and uh, their focus is largely around the around the english speaking uh, markets at the moment so uh, when we did discuss about uh, discuss about uh, nikki um, other forums um, you did mention that it's a proprietary technology that you've built you've not really reali- relied on amazon or google uh, google's ai capabilities um, uh, so how does this kind of this technology help you in terms of uh, uh, the proprietary technology is it is it is it a challenge because it's not as widely used as ai and um, so ai from google or amazon um, um, or is it is it is it actually because you've got it proprietary you can do a lot more with it what is the balance there? how do you strike the balance there sure yeah so basically the way that uh, we look at it uh, when we started building the product nikki um none of these companies actually had an offering in nlp <laughs> okay uh four years ago when we started it out uh, none of them had any offering in nlp but uh, that aside the existing set of engines that uh, were there for example uh, uh, there was stanford's core nlp engine there was nltk that were being used for natural language processing um and even as of date today if you look at the nlp engines available from google or amazon right uh, most of them they work on uh, structured english sentences because they are trained on grammatically correct sentences and they have to be in english right now if you are looking at a uh, at, at a problem statement in a market like india uh, most of those rules do not apply right uh, one because people don't say structured sentences when they speak out they especially in a conversational uh, system when they're talking to someone they don't really say grammatically correct sentences they just uh, sh- uh, speak in short phrases and and this is something that we realized once we started uh, uh, looking at the kind of queries we on our platform uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the the nlp engine that we built was built ground up once we started seeing uh, usage the first version of the nlp was uh, the first version of the conversational engine was obviously crappy because it was uh, used uh, it was based out of uh, keyword based uh, keyword matching 
and uh, we realized that uh, once we made it open to the public uh, people started using it and started telling the bot uh, the kind of uh, uh, things that they want right uh, obviously it, it helped that uh, we were focused on very specific use cases so the domain of search for us were restricted and uh, and and therefore one there was an opportunity to build a substantially higher accuracy levels for uh, just for those use cases because we were really not out to build a general purpose ai that can talk to you and understand anything that you say uh, which mm-hmm. building an agent and therefore the use cases of an agent is the domain of search right mm-hmm. and that gave us the uh, liberty to to figure out and build an nlp engine that works for the set of languages uh, that works for the set of use cases right and okay, i have a question there sorry to interrupt you there um, see one of the challenges you i mean at least i find with uh, cracking nlp for indian languages is most indians are at least bilingual right so uh, most people they that use the platform uh, a smartphone rather um, they uh, if i have to book a train ticket on my phone i basically say in tamil if i'm going to do that i'm going to definitely throw in a few english words in between absolutely so how do you figure that out yeah so that's what i said uh, we worked backwards from the customer right we didn't right. say that uh, okay this is how the nlp algorithm is going to be and uh, we didn't try and push that to the users what we ah. did was that uh, uh, we we released the first version of uh, of of the uh, of the program that was obviously crappy uh, mm-hmm. but we used that as a cue to to collect data of user conversation and over time we improved the accuracy levels we built our uh, in the meantime we also built our own nlp engine that uh, that is based on concept entity grammar uh, as such wherein uh, it, it can understand even context free grammar uh, even if you don't speak structurally correct uh, sentences it can understand those uh, set of uh, sentences and and then uh, we we started gathering more and more user conversations because what we were building was of utility to uh, the consumers they would actually be very mm-hmm. lip and they speak out whatever they want and uh, in and and then there obviously when when the first version was uh, launched uh, close to 35 40% of uh, in, uh, but then we we used that uh, uh, to our advantage we once we were not being understood by nikki uh, the last 3 years uh, we have spent just on uh, on on retraining those set of queries to nikki so that it can understand that query if a new user makes the same query again nikki will be able to understand that if the same user comes back and makes the same query again nikki is able to understand that and by doing that we uh, error rate uh, to less than 4% now so what's your accuracy is in 96% you saying yeah Do you know what the what your peer group uh, from a pure English language NLP get to in terms of accuracy? Uh, I wouldn't have that data available to me, uh, but given that they are they are in a very wide domain of search, which mm-hmm. most of them they don't cater to. For example, mm-hmm. you could ask uh, Alexa or Siri, uh, uh, "What is how is my bathroom today?" Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a silly question, but. Uh, Uh, but given that they are all general purpose ai uh, people uh, people ask such questions uh-huh. right and the expectation from that uh, user is is that they will ask questions and they'll figure whether uh, this this uh, machine works for that use case 
um and and therefore their accuracy levels will definitely be lower because okay. uh, their set of use cases are unlimited okay makes sense so by by improving your uh, focus in terms of the use cases you're going after you've been able to tweak the product much better for uh, e-commerce transactions or, or or rather transactions on your platform is, is that's correct okay perfect super so uh, uh just just for the for the benefit of our um for the listeners um i've known nikki for about 3 3 and a half years now i mean think from 2016 i think the first time we spoke was in 2016 i think uh, such a yeah and this was for a investment um, opportunity that we had in nikki at that point we, it didn't go through uh, for various reasons uh, largely from my end we didn't we didn't push through the investment and of course uh, we had uh, mr ratan tata invest into nikki um perhaps at a earlier round i'm, I'm not 100% sure but he was part of uh, he's one of the investors in nikki so tell us a little bit about that so tell us about the the indian ecosystem and how that's helped you uh, and what uh, mr tata saw in you that uh, that made him write the check sure so i'll try and understand try and answer this question from uh, what i understand about the ecosystem Mm-hmm. i think uh, one of the things that uh, has happened over the last 10 years is that uh, entrepreneurship is being celebrated in india now right and and uh, and it is being not just at a domestic level but also at a national level uh, even uh, national as well as international level even the prime minister talks about how they want to promote uh, the startup ecosystem in india and they come up with uh, special rules to promote that uh, ecosystem as well Uh, but also what we are seeing is that uh, we are seeing a more mature set of founders uh, starting up uh, companies in india identifying gaps identifying problems and starting to work on those problems for the india market i think the 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 kind of startups that we used to see about 10 years ago they were largely uh, a replica of western markets but the kind of startups that you're seeing now uh, especially in the internet world are now more uh, india first right india originated ideas wow okay or as i call it made in india ideas um uh, and, uh, and and that is super critical to really cracking the market in india right um, all marketeers uh, all the mncs that come to india they want to see the same india that they have seen in the west uh but uh, and 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 this is why most of those most of those companies struggle because uh, india per se is is extremely diverse and beyond the 50 million users who are english speaking users most of them they don't have aspirations similar to the western market okay. so india has its own uh, uh, set of aspirations uh, its own set of uh, needs and companies that are building experiences for this india they are the ones who are getting the lion's share of the market right so the ecosystem has changed quite a bit from what it was uh, uh 10 years ago to what it is today and uh, therefore uh, uh and and i think part of the reason is also that uh, because of the past successes of some of these large companies uh, and and good exits solid exits that happened in india there is more capital there is more liquidity available and uh, some of that liquidity is going after uh, promoting this thought of uh, of of pushing or of building products for india building solutions for india and uh, i think uh, this the ecosystem today is much more mature and uh, it has got a lot more strengthened uh, 
especially in the last uh, uh, 10 years, the entire innovation ecosystem in India has uh, strengthened. And there's a lot of uh, recognition being given to, to, to problems being uh, solved for India uh, first market, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that has helped uh, founders like us as well uh, uh, to kind of draw attention to, uh, to our uh, cause. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I think uh, Mr. Ratan Tata investing in us was purely a result of that. So did, did you get to meet him? Uh, did you get to, get, did he ask you anything? No, actually, surprisingly, he invested in us without meeting us. Wow. Okay. So he's got uh, potential. Yes. Uh, yeah. So even to date, he hasn't met us, but uh, he believes in what we're doing. We, we do have, uh, uh, you know, offline conversation uh, uh, and we do see the sense of excitement that he has and given he's continued to support us. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. We've not really met him, but it's it's always a he's a inspiration for uh, an entire generation of entrepreneurs in India. We would like to give a mention to our creative partner, Tremendousness. Tremendousness is a creative agency that uses visual thinking, information design, and storytelling to help organizations explore and innovations, products, and processes. Learn more at www.tremendo.us. Great. So that's, uh, thank you for that. So the, the question I had, um, which I perhaps didn't ask you was, um, why did you go vernacular? I mean, you could have stuck with, you had been, because when we spoke, you were English, right? Three years ago, you're just an English uh, focused uh, uh, transaction bot, rather. So yeah. what 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 triggered that, uh, I can't call it pivot, but what triggered that uh, uh, tweak in uh, strategy or direction? Sure. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just answer this question uh, with uh, the context of what's happening in the, in the macro space in India. Mm -hmm. um, so up until 2015, right, uh, there were only uh, the, the digital users in India only comprised of users who could speak English. Uh, mm -hmm. the, only the 50 million users were the ones who were using the digital platforms. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. And now uh, close to, uh, so today there are, uh, th there's a lot more in terms of the number of users, close to 600 million users are now actively using uh, smartphone. But up until 2015, uh, although there were a lot of users who had access to smartphone, who had uh, paying capacity, but most of them would access things offline. For them, a smartphone was just a phone, right? Uh, but what happened in 2015 was that uh, Geo launched, right? And prior, and, and there's a very stark difference between what was happening prior to Geo and after Geo. Up until the launch of uh, Geo, uh, most of these users uh, who, who who were vernacular, who were non-English speaking, mm -hmm. they did not see value in internet because most of the internet was not built for them. Mm -hmm. uh, it was all English only and they could not understand uh, that ecosystem. They could not understand the apps. They could not understand uh, Facebook. They could not understand Google. They could not understand uh, uh, Amazon. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but what happened was that, uh, and, and, and therefore, sorry, therefore they were not willing to pay for internet either. 
right? Because they did not see value in internet. Yeah, it happened post the launch of Jio. Uh, now that they started bundling uh, uh, data pack along with phone calls, mm-hmm. it meant for what it meant for this user is that uh, now they had access to high speed internet for free. Yeah, and, uh, and that completely changed the equation, right? Uh, now that there is there are over 500 million non-English speaking users in India. who have access to high speed high speed internet and they are looking to do things on the phone mm-hmm. once that started uh, once that equation changed uh, and now that there are so many users looking to do something with a smartphone looking to solve their problems with a smartphone there are now entrepreneurs coming along who are building experiences for them and they are naturally uh, migrating towards those experiences So companies that are building experiences for this segment of the market are growing very fast because there is a need to build indigenous products for this segment of the market, and uh, the the shift for Nike as well uh, to Vernacular is largely a result of that. Uh, we when we initially launched Nike, in, uh, we launched it in English, mm-hmm. and uh, then we realized that a lot of users were actually uh, uh, were actually using. uh nikki and and making queries in hindi in malayali and uh, tamil and so on and so forth right so we realized that uh, there is a need for building a vernacular uh, uh experience for this segment of the market and uh, once we doubled down our focus towards that uh, we actually saw a huge scale coming along and that's partly because the depth of the market is 10x if you are if you are able to to go beyond english and if you build experiences for this segment of the market uh, it's a it's a huge opportunity overall absolutely that's a, that's a great answer because uh, i hadn't thought about that because i've been in india this time for what uh, just just on four days and uh, the kind of data connectivity and this call is really happening on jio at the moment so uh, it's just amazing i mean um, i can just pick up the the jio modem put it in my pocket and just travel anywhere in india if i if i get if i get stuck with a uh, even with a uk phone and, and i don't want to use uh, the uk phone for my data so it's just just amazing the kind of in, uh, the the uh, the infrastructure telecommunication infrastructure that's happened over the last couple of years i read somewhere it's about 330 million people have come on board to the internet era within within two years thanks to jio yeah and, and in fact uh, in the last three and a half years the overall consumption of data has shot up uh, six to seven x Right, it, which is huge oh, for demography. For you, and for you, the data that you get out of all this exactly. is what is going to help your engines, right? Uh, language engines. Okay, so uh, that's that's pretty impressive, and 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 uh, yeah, so you've got here, um, and I know you're now looking to grow. Um, so. Uh, assuming you you get uh, maybe uh, you are currently in four languages right uh, bengali yes. tamil uh, hindi and english That's so correct. um what does your road map look like for the next couple of years how many other i mean i'm sure you'll be looking at telugu and a few other big languages that's uh, uh, in your in your road map i'm assuming yeah so basically uh, over the next 12 to 15 months we are looking to add support for uh, seven more languages mm-hmm. and uh, the idea is that uh, with these 11 languages we'll have uh, will will make our total addressable market 95% because even 
uh, even if if we look at uh, uh, deeper networks in india some of those they do speak uh, language beyond just their native for example uh, rajasthan even though marwadi is the language that they speak uh, but uh, they most of them they actually interact with people in hindi yeah right? uh, so so there is a there, there are a set of languages which actually binds a lot of uh, these uh, uh, regional language users but yeah I, so so it it actually solves a problem to some extent and uh, uh, i think uh, with these 11 language will have access to that 95% of the market that can actually use this product mm-hmm. and uh, uh, yeah so over the next uh, couple of years one focus is of course like i said uh, to increase the addressable market the second focus is that we want to increase the uh, the overall share of wallet of that user right now we have captured 10% of their wallet share Uh, about eleven thousand rupees, and the idea is that over the next two years, we want to take that to fifty thousand rupees. How do you do that? We add more use cases that they want. So the question I had for you: um, What goes into the launch of a new language? How do you go about it? Sure. Uh, so for us, launching a new language is relatively simpler. Um, partly because uh, we have built our own nlp engine and mm-hmm. we have control on uh, on on how to really get to levels of accuracies which are usable um mm-hmm. secondly uh, we have an integrated uh, we, we have integrated our nlp engine with the product knowledge graph that we get from partners mm-hmm. uh, for example the likes of uh, if if a user wants to make a movie booking we have partnerships with uh, with movie booking providers uh if if a user wants to make a bus ticket booking we have partnerships with bus ticketing agencies and we know all their inventory details if a user wants to book an event uh, or a hotel we have access to inventory from hotel pro- booking providers event booking providers and with mm-hmm. that we have actually enriched our product knowledge graph and have trained niki to understand uh, uh, all kinds of queries uh, with that language and we had done that with english and uh, when we launch a new language uh, uh, there are a couple of things that we have to do but uh, 60% of the work is is basically transporting of transporting what's available in english right yeah. uh, and therefore uh, even on the even if we don't do any kind of uh, uh, work on on training for semantics uh, yeah. just with the knowledge graph and uh, just by transcribing uh, translating other uh, intents and entities uh, into respective uh, language we are able to uh, get to 60% uh, of accuracy and then we look at semantic level data on uh, from english and then we use that to train the bot to understand uh, uh, all those variations that we have collected over the last 3 and a half 4 years all those variations in syntax mm-hmm. and we translate those semantics and get to 85% accuracy levels and then we do a lot of uh, beta uh, soft releases uh, for example we release it to a limited set of audience and then we start gathering data and over the course of 2 to 3 months we get it to 90% plus in accuracies and uh, by the end of 6 uh, to 7 months we have 95% plus accuracies and i can i can i can keep listening to this for for another uh, day if i wanted to so it's so uh, so exciting to hear the journey and i i i really hope you scale to 11 uh, 
language is pretty soon and just just not within india i mean because uh, asia is a, is a huge opportunity so uh, don't just limit yourself with india i would say okay so on I that note for us for yes. us uh, i think one of the things that i didn't mention which is that for us the next uh, the milestone that we are looking to get to is serve over 1 crore indians through nikki and uh, will not stop till we get there great okay so um in terms of uh, the big picture for you right i mean you you you've drawn a reasonably big picture but of course for any entrepreneur um an exit would be a an amazing uh point or milestone i would think uh, so how are you planning yourself or positioning yourself for 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 an exit are, are you even talk thinking about amazon um at the moment because that is perhaps the uh the the, the lowest hanging fruit i would think if if you had to get acquired but uh, in general terms are you are you thinking about positioning yourself for any acquisitions at this stage um for what we are building uh, we keep getting uh, offers we, yeah we we keep getting offers from uh, various uh, companies uh, interest uh, to to kind of uh, do more deeper collaboration or look, look at a full time full um but uh, i think right now in terms of where we are from a uh, business life cycle uh, there is a lot more value to create right we have we are just getting started with the with the problem that we are working on with the uh, with with the focus uh, of on on this seg- segment of the market and right now the idea is to build and uh, i think uh, we have identified a very unique gap uh, uh, agent business is is a business which is which is highly untapped uh uh people talk about uh, product e-commerce and uh, there is an amazon that offers product e-commerce uh pe- but uh, and and then the people talk about content people talk about social media but no one talks about uh, the service business uh, which includes bookings which includes uh, uh various uh, bill payments which includes uh, uh insurance and the likes and and that economy today is largely being catered to by uh, the agents uh, offline physical agents of the world sure. uh, which which has uh, huge inefficiencies and uh, typically uh, people are uh, spending over 15% uh, surplus on on accessing a service which is something that we think uh, we we can tap into and even if we make it Uh, slightly more efficient and uh, we just charge 2% on 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 that even then there's a huge uh, business to build of 100 billion dollars that are being spent uh, uh, we can build a huge business just on top of uh, uh, optimizing and making the systems the existing systems more efficient so we don't have to have to worry about uh, uh, about an exit right now of course there are uh, ipos that we can do there is uh, uh, there are large strategic investors uh, uh, from china from us that are actually looking to back for uh, back startups that are building for the next billion users mm-hmm. uh, but i think uh, uh, in terms of where we are we we see we clearly see nikki growing to 10x from here um, and uh, i think uh, up until we become a unicorn we don't want to look at an exit uh, and and that's that's something that's purely uh, 
uh, we that we can see very clearly see the path to get there and we are, we are already getting a lot of traction um mm -hmm. i think uh, the focus right now is to just build and build a, a big business out of here awesome awesome so great to hear all these uh, plans for uh, nikki and uh, i really wish you all the best because uh, these are exciting times to be an entrepreneur in india i'm i mean i can feel the buzz um, i'm in chennai now and i can feel the buzz here you are in bangalore i'm sure you are like um, you should be super thrilled because that's some even wide bigger and uh, more mature ecosystem there so um, first of all congratulations and all the best and thank you so much for uh, for um, for making time for me today uh, it's it's been uh, such a such a pleasure talking to you thanks a lot arun it was a pleasure talking to you as well and uh, i'm actually excited to be part of uh, this uh, podcast and uh, be one of those uh, and 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 actually to be even considered to be part of uh, uh, uh such great people who uh, you've interviewed so far through this podcast and i think uh, it's an honor really for me uh, pleasure is all ours uh, such a thank you thanks arun